everybody. Welcome to the Culture Surfing Podcast, the hip-hop edition. I am here with a great artist out of Seattle. Uh, you wouldn't be able to tell he's from Seattle, however, when hearing his music. Um, we'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, his name is Joey Cash. As you can tell, he's on here and he's ready. I'm uh, excited to have you on, my man. How you doing today? What's up with you, bro? I'm chilling, man. Doing good, man. I'm getting ready to watch this uh, this Lakers uh, Nuggets game tonight, so I'm I'm ready. Who you got for man, game one? Um, you know what? The Lakers are known to kind of throw off one game in the beginning. I think the Nuggets might take it, but at the same time, they're kind of tired, probably from back to back game seven. So, who's yeah, those? I think the Lakers about to clean them up, but I don't yeah. know. The Nuggets Just are kind of um... who you got in the the series. I, I, like in games, like how many games? Because it sounds like you got the Lakers. I got, I got the Lakers in five. Okay. And I think um, Miami and Boston might go five or six. Yeah, I thought that was gonna go seven, but man, I don't know. I think yeah, Jimmy, I think Jimmy ripped their hearts from them. Yeah, hey. and, and then with no home court advantage, I think it's harder for teams to kind of get their. Um, you know, what I'm saying like 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 once you get like discouraged, it's probably kind of hard to get that back. When yeah. No home oh, yeah. court advantage. Because you can usually use the fans as momentum and stuff like that, and that's gone now. And exactly, ah oh, man, exactly. Them heat look real, man. I'll tell you that much. Jimmy Butler. No, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting that, bro. Not, they're they're not real good. No, I mean, I nah. was expecting the. Well, there were some people that were expecting the Bucks to uh, to get eliminated, but not that many people. But uh, yeah, but yeah, man. This is what we came to do, you know, mix a little bit of sports uh, into into our hip hop, and we'll got some uh, questions related to that later on. But uh, yeah, man, so what's what's going on, man? Uh, I know you've been releasing stuff, but uh, I don't know yeah. exactly what you've uh, got in the pipeline right now. Uh, you got like an EP or anything coming up? So for the for the first time in 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 a long time, I actually don't have any any projects lined up next. I just I'm just focused on the videos right now, you know. So I've been um, I'm I'm shooting videos for for my last two projects basically, and I'm going back and forth between the two. Oh, the rap for me I, or rap like what is that one song called? Rap with me. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's the, the last that's the last one I put out, and then I'm putting out a um I'm, I'm working on a, a, a new one now. Um, I don't want to put out what song it is, but yeah, but but yeah, I'm, I'm working on a new one now. And um, basically, I'm, I'm going back and forth between my project, Pay the Cost 2, and uh, 1250 Volume 2. So I'm going between those two projects and shooting videos for uh, for for each project. Yeah. Because they, they came out six months apart, you know, so I want to make sure I'm shooting videos for the right singles off both albums. And they're nice. both getting, you know what I'm saying, our proper promotion and shit. Are they being shot by, like, the same crew, or is it using different people for the videos? I've been using different uh, – I mean, yeah, I've, I've been using different people. I kind of – I try to switch it up a little bit. Um, the person I, I usually use the most is uh, just doing a vivid visuals from out here. Uh, he's he's real, he's real, real, real dope. And um, – so, so I, I, I kind of, he's my go-to guy, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, I'll kind of uh, work with, you know, different people here and there, like this guy named Dylan Greenwood from out here and Brian Tolliver, you know? So I, I kind of go, like, between those three, like, over the past, like, five years. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. You got a nice business relationship with them, it sounds like. That sounds good, man. Yeah, exactly. and all. So yeah. uh, for the people that don't know, you know, obviously I've heard most of your projects, you know, um, but you know, I want to stretch it out for you. Um, yeah. who, cause I know, like I said earlier, you know, you don't sound like you're from Seattle in terms of, it just sounds like you're like a, you're just Bay influence, like heavy, right? Who was the, uh, the rapper that like made you want to rap? Like when you first heard him or her? It was never a certain rapper that made me want to rap. It's just hip hop, the culture period. I've never like been the person that's like into um into a certain person. I'm into the thing. You right. know what I'm saying? So like like when I got in the hoop, I was just in the hoop. It wasn't like one player. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, but you know, I started out when I really, really got into hip hop, it was like the no limit movement was really going on at the time. So that's what 
I was buying all the tapes. This is before, before C. I mean, this, CDs was going on, but like you know, cats still caught tapes at the time. You know what I'm saying? So I, I was buying the No Limit tapes and all that, and then you know the Rough Riders. I was with you know rolling with that, and you know the Cash Money and you know all that shit. And then by the time when I started actually rapping myself, like that's like when like Jay Z and Nas was. Like around the time Jay Z and Nas is beefing, that's around the time I started like writing and shit like that. So that's like that era itself was just like a big influence on, you know, what what I was doing at the time. And yeah. you know, like yeah, so you know, so like you know, Nas, Kiss, and Jay, and you know, all that shit that was going on like two thousand two, two thousand one. That was the you know, like the thing I was kind of basing my, you know, my first style off of. Yeah, I can, I can see the Jada influence. I can see yeah. that for sure. It's uh, more so for like the, just the cadence you bring. Cause it's not like, uh, it ain't like slow, but it's just like concise. And it's like easy to, easy to understand. Like, and like, yeah. in, in rap with, right. Just like Jada, like it's not a Jadakiss verse that I can't like rap bar for bar with him, you know? Unlike yeah, certain yeah, yeah. certain rappers, it's kind of hard for me to be like, okay, I kind of know what he said, but I don't know how to like say it, like yeah. in sync with that person. So it's like with your music, I like like it's like riding music to me, and it's a uh, yeah, or like like I've told you before, it kind of like prep you like for a party or something, and you know, yeah. not necessarily like party music, but it's just like you just bring that vibe on like, the way there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, so yeah. like so like what that is, I, I'm a I'm a conversation person so it's like well you know i'm just that kind of person so a rap it's like i focus more on what i'm saying and you know you got other rappers who focus more on the flow right you know what i'm saying and mm -hmm. they focus more on the rhythm and 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 you know the the delivery and the cadence and like you know that that shit is important to me as well but it's like it's what i'm saying first right even if i'm not saying the most lyrical shit it's like i still want to say something that's gonna make you just be like this this spark some kind of thought or make you just react in some kind of way right you know what i'm saying no, this yeah so that's that that's kind of what that mostly is you know like my music is like i try to reflect it as as me as a person and not only just my my life you know what i'm saying right so i know you've listed some of the rappers that kind of like got you into the game but uh just like top five like who you got like of all time Cause that's that's typically what I'd be asking people on here. Yeah, my top five has been the same for a long time. Um, Jay, Nas, Pac, Scarface, Biggie. Okay, yeah. So pretty much a legends. You yeah. you don't you don't ever see that change, and you know? you probably pretty much just gonna have that set in stone. I think I, th I think the way Kendrick Lamar's going, he he can um he he can get up in there. Cause now by now it's like like Biggie Smalls and Tupac they died so long ago. That it's like hip hop is I, I don't want to say moved on, but like when you have when you because before I used to have like Pac over all those guys, but then it's like Nas and Jay are still going. Yeah, and, and that and the like, new Nas record is fucking the new Nas crying. record is tough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like how can I not put those guys over a rapper who unfortunately yeah. passed away in 1996? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And they're still going today. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, so I, I could definitely see Kendrick getting in there. You know what I'm saying? The way he's going, he's kind of, um, you know, he hasn't put out a whack album yet. You know what I'm saying? And all his albums is like people talk about him like they're possibly classics. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, he's 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 making his way in there. The way he's going. Yeah. Well, I get flack for not having uh, Biggie in my in my five. So <laughs> I uh, I get. I feel it. Is he in your ten? Yeah, but I, I mean, like, like you said, it's, it's, it's just unfortunate. But he just don't have enough projects to compete with a lot of these. And at least Pac had more albums, you know. Yeah, definitely. So, so the he's thing in my Biggie, five. The thing with Biggie is, man, like he definitely, he definitely, unfortunately passed. So like, it's not a lot of material with him. But mm -mm. man, he gave us because he gave us that double disc, and it's like yeah. each disc. It's like a classic itself, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, and then Ray dies a classic, so it's like, yeah, he God. really just hit three for three, yeah. and it's kind of just, it's kind of nuts. Well, but, uh, so I've, I've kind of said this, but I'll say it again. Uh, 
if Biggie if Biggie's demise didn't happen, it's possible that Jay and Nas don't pop off like like they did. I, think, I mean, me, me, me and my partners talk about this. It's like I think that um okay, so with Nas, he went he went platinum or double platinum. His first it was album. Written, no, no, his oh, second it's... album. It was written when 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 is the one that went platinum. Yeah, because you know, the first one wasn't a commercial alive. success, right? But it was a yeah, exactly. yeah critical success. Yeah. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I think and when you listen to like where Nas is at in ninety six, it's like it's like damn bro, like nobody's nobody's better than this. Nobody's rhyming better than this. It was written Nas at the time. And then when you listen to Biggie in ninety seven, it's like damn. Nobody's rhyming better than this. So I just feel like the competition would have just would have just kept going. You know what I'm saying? But I think that um his him staying alive probably would have had a bigger effect on Jay's career than Nas. Because um I can see I don't that. know I don't see, I don't know how the dynamic would have went. Like would have people if people would have looked at him as a as a biggie protege or not. And that, that has he had that, that record has, with him. He had that record exactly. with uh, Biggie on a Reasonable Doubt, and yeah, exactly. And that that kind of has an effect on how people view you. Yeah, and and they're kind of like both bosses in their own right. I mean, Nas was too, but like he wasn't like a bravado kind of rapper. Yeah, like, uh, like like Jay and Biggie were. So like you, yeah, I think that dynamic. Someone might have to get canceled out, and Nas could still do his thing, just not commercially. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I just think of that man. Like that's why. Yeah. That's why sometimes it is tough for me not to put him in my top five because off of influence alone, he's top five. Yeah. I mean, I mean, no, Cameron, I already, Cameron already did the song or the, you know, mentioned Jay-Z, you know, a lot of what your rappers do this, but Jay-Z has done it in an alarming amount of records of not yeah, stealing, but kind of swagger jacking Big's lyrics, you know? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm not... That's when Nas mentioned that on the, uh, yeah, on the oh, Ether Joint. Ether, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's it's not... I don't... I get it, because rappers do it all the time. It's kind of paying ode to to uh, to the Fallen, but yeah, I mean, a lot of... There's a lot of lines that Jay has done that to no, nah, Jay, Jay might have overdid it a little yeah, bit no, at the time. Yeah, you, see, you see, he stopped. Than, yeah. You see, he stopped. Like, yeah. After. <laughs> yeah. He's done it more than five times, and I'm being generous by saying more than five. Yeah, it's definitely a lot. Yeah. So, what's your favorite ra- uh, album, uh, I guess, from... Life, at, Life at the Death. Okay. Yeah. I guess shit's yeah. coming. Yeah. Yeah, Life at the Death. Yeah, yeah. Biggie's, Biggie, Biggie's not the best to me because him... Cause him uh, passing too early, but he's my personal favorite. Yeah, you know, I, I like Biggie style more than everybody yeah. else. And, and that's the thing, a- personality, man. He was king, personality, and like the first album, Ready to Die, it was more really street, like super street, right? And yeah, I mean, Life After Death was street too, but you could tell Diddy put some influence on there production wise, and and kind yeah. of just had Biggie doing different stuff, and you could see that Biggie was like. I don't know, like he wasn't just talking about butt raping kids and throwing them over the bridge, you know, like he was. In yeah, that. yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he was, he was, he was coming out with some different stuff, taking more risk uh, than he was yeah. in his first album. So, yeah, man, uh, that's a great yeah, album. He's a, he's a big influence on my music, you know, like, like you know, you talked about like the Bay Area, mm-hmm. you know, thing or whatever, and it's like growing up in Seattle, it's like even if you don't like Bay Area music, it's like you can't avoid it. You know what I'm saying? Like we grew, like we grow up on Bay Area music, like E40 and Matt Dre, and you know dudes like Messy Marv and Mac Mall, and yeah. you know the Jacka, you know God bless the dead, you know him and him and Matt Dre, and That's you know amazing. so it's like we 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 grow up on that music. Like even if you don't want to hear it, you can't avoid it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it it the Bay Area definitely does have an influence on my music because it's like. As a kid, like some of the first, for some of the first raps you grow up in is like E40. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And like all our parents listen to E40 or listen to Too Short. You know, my parents didn't listen to, didn't listen to that much rap, but they, they definitely not to, Too Short, huh? Your mom probably didn't like Too Short too much. <laughs> nah, she didn't, but no, nah, I don't nah, like my, her. No, nah, neither of <laughs> my parents like Too Short, but uh, they like E40 though. 
They like yeah. E40 though. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah, so it's you know, all, all those, you know, so it, it's a when you just grow up in Seattle, like it's just it's gonna have an influence on you in some kind of way. Even right. just your slang, the way you talk, like mm -hmm. it's gonna it's there. Cause that's just the, the music that we um that we kinda, you know, flock to or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And plus there's so many underground rappers from the Bay, you know, people from Seattle, they love underground, like West Coast hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So and there's more there's more Bay Area underground dudes than LA dudes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, so so, so 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 you know, it is the influence on my music and especially like we hear certain songs like sonically, but you know, like lyrically, yeah, it's biggie. It's yeah, Jada, it's right. you know what I'm saying? It's it's, yeah. shit, it's shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's more the influence on me. You know I what I'm saying? So because it's like because yeah, cadence wise and shit like that. Yeah. See, cadence wise, I can see you as a bay influence, but East Coast, like lyrically, you know, and yeah. also kind of some of your beats too. But I mean, I guess it's just the way that you kind of floss, that you kind of floss mm -hmm. on it, that it kind of, it kind of reminds you of the Bay. But like once yeah. again, like the lyrics more so the East Coast, and that's why Jada Kiss, like, I don't want to say you resemble because obviously you're an artist, but I can definitely see the some influence there, you know, because yeah. Jada is like street, but he's also kind of fly too, you know. Yeah. No, but, I definitely took, you know, like certain shit from Jada Style, like we're seeing like how he'll put he'll put so much in a verse, bro. Like he'll he'll be saying he'll say some fly shit and then he'll give you like a life lesson. And then yeah. he'll talk about stabbing somebody or something, like all in the same verse. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? So then I, I kinda like would I kinda peep that and you know, I started like figuring out how to put that like in my music, you know what I'm saying? So but, you know, I, everything, you know, I try to, like, put it in my own way. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, yeah. being original is, like, the most important thing to me more than anything. Yeah, like, being, it's, sure. it's being original. Yeah. But, but but yeah, so, you know, that's, that's a, you know, the, the Bay Area thing. But, like, it's, like, that's just, like, those dudes is, like, you know, just big out here. Yeah. So did you, uh, were you ever into the hyphy movement at all or you kind of just respected it and did you, did your own thing or were you ever kind of into that even just fan wise? Okay. So with the, with the hyphy movement or whatever, when I first heard, you know, like some of the stuff, whatever, I wasn't really that into it because I was super into East Coast hip hop and like, it was like the mixtapes was going on. So you had like, I'm into like Dipset and, Jada Kiss and Stack Bundles and right, rest in peace, Papoose and yeah, rest in peace, Papoose and the A Team and all that kind of shit. Like I'm into all that kind of shit, like at the time. So I'm not really into it like that. You know what I'm saying? I kind of got into the Barry music more, like, like, at, like, like once I got a car, like that. That's what really yeah. like changed my. That really like changed my whole taste in music was when I got a car. You know what I'm saying? That's some real shit. Yeah. Like, and that's when I kind of got more into it. But like, when you're waiting for the bus and shit, like you're not really. I'm not really trying to hear. You know what I'm saying? The hypey shit. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, kinda, it's like, it's yeah. I, like, I mean, more, nah. I can't feel fly with this bus pass right now. Yeah, like it's, I'm not feeling it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. but you know I. So a lot of rappers I got into was, you know, do kind of spark from the hyphy movement, but I wasn't really super into the into the the music like that, like that style of the music. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah, but like, you know, I I, I definitely, you know, respect it. I was definitely, mm -hmm. a, you know, a huge thing, especially out here, you know what I'm saying? It's still it still influences, you know, people's music out here, you know what I'm saying? So it's big. So but, um I can see that. I can see that because it's the hyphy music is like it to me. This is what I it reminds me of. I didn't like certain like southern songs, and I'm from the south, right? But there was like yeah. certain like trap music I didn't like until I went to the strip club, right? And I was like, right, okay, I can. This is the environment to listen to. But when you're like, well, at least with my friends, because you know a lot of my friends like the East Coast music too, or like they like the more lyrical rap. Yeah. So we can't just sit there and vibe with it together. But like when you're out of your own environment and you're kind of doing other things with other people and you hear, and you hear that them heavy 808s and that bounce, it's like, okay, this, this makes more sense with like women around and shit than it does exactly. with a bunch of homies hanging around. Cause it's just, you know, that's not what we do, but that's not, that's not who they make it for. Right. So it's, they exactly. make it for that exact environment. So I guess 
like you said, the hyphy music is in the same way. Cause I'm with you. I respect it. I just, I guess I just missed the wave and I never got on and maybe I just never understood it. Yeah. Um, so all, all my friends listened to it though. So it was like, so it, it would be kind of crazy. To me, like they all like love Matt Drain shit. So right. like, so like, so, so me, you know, I, I, I kind of became a fan like, like through them, but at mm -hmm. first I wasn't really that into it. And then once I got a car, it was like, I got really into, uh, do you know Messi Marvis? I've heard of him, but I've honestly him? never heard his music. Is he like a 90s, uh, 90s bass or is he 2000? He came out in the 90s, but he got real popular in the, um, in the 2000s. Okay. All right. You know what I'm saying? So, so like at one time in Seattle, like, like, like around 2008, like 2008, it's like him, Gucci Mane, the Lil Wayne is like the most popular right. dudes okay. in the, in the city, like everybody's listening to Messi, Marv, Gucci, or Lil Wayne. Like that's that's just what it was. You know what I'm saying? So when I got a car, that's like all I'm listening to is like you know I'm listening to Messi, Marv, and you know so like and you know like right this other dude named Roger Clyde. So, and, but but you know but their their music is like you know like Messi, Marv's music is kind of um it, it's kind of more a mix of of the hyphy shit, but like. It's, it's still kind of like the like the '90s Bay Area music, where it's not, you know, where it was kind of more, it was kind of more smooth, right? Yeah, because because you know, like the shit that E40 was doing in the '90s is different than the "Tell Me When to Go" shit. Yeah, right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's hella different. It's hella different. So you know, so 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 like I got into Messy Marv, like 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 around, you know, like when I really got into Bay Area music. All right, I gotta listen to that thing because uh, I've heard I've heard his name, but like I said, I, I missed the wave, so it's like I never felt obligated to go back and listen. But yeah, I gotta yeah, I'll, I'll send you some joints, bro. Yeah, let me know. I'm, yeah, I mean, definitely. Cause like, <laughs> I, so I listen to Max B, right? And that dude is like, he's East Coast, but he don't really rem is this is not East Coast to me. It's like his own yeah. thing, and so yeah. like, I I like listening to rappers that are like different, you know. Cause yeah. I, I don't always want to listen to uh super lyrical miracle stuff. You know, sometimes I just want to have fun. Yeah. And like, I like artists like that, that can have fun, but at the same time, you know, got an ear for beats and stuff like that. And, and, and yeah, do something. Exactly. exactly. So, um, I know you do a lot of projects with the Teak, right? So explain, explain to me exactly who Teak is. So me and Teak are blood cousins. Okay. Our, our moms are sisters. So, um, so, you know, I, like, like, Teak, Teak, Teak was, um, in the car with my mom when her water broke to bring me to the hospital. Like, you know what I'm saying? She was in the car with my mom. So she's my older cousin. And, um, you know, like, like she, she's the kind of one, she's the one who, like, really got me, like, into hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So, like, my, like I said, my parents didn't really listen to rap like that. Like they listen to some Tupac or some E40 or something or some songs here and there, but for the most part, it's R&B and jazz and all that kind of shit. So I go to Teak's house on the weekends and shit, and it's um, you know, we're listening to Mace and we're listening to No Limit and we're listening to Biggie and we're listening to whatever's hot. You know what I'm saying? We're listening to you know Timbaland and Aaliyah and Missy and all the you know all the shit they got going on. We're watching videos and so I'm like really like experiencing hip hop at her house. You know what I'm saying? More than my own. That's so, awesome. yeah. So, so you know, so she um, she started producing, you know, like around, you know, some years back. And she was working on a mixtape, you know, so she called Talk of the Town. And she put me on her mixtape. And that's the first time I ever got put on something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't even, like, on beat or nothing. Like, I, that was, like, the first time I, like, recorded something. So, you know, she kept me on it. You know what I'm saying? So, so then, you know, I stayed, I stayed you know, doing doing my thing or whatever and then you know when i got my own thing going you know we stayed working throughout the time but then i was just like you know i want to i want to really like showcase you as a producer so i really want you to i, I really want to build like a producer rapper thing with you to really you know what i'm saying like put you you know put you out there more you know what i'm saying and so so it's like because you know you can work with a producer a thousand times but it's like people might not know who the producer is like that mm -hmm. they just know there's like oh i like joey cash's beats yeah you know what I'm saying? they don't even think about who's the producer so it's right. like i'm like you know i want to i want to put you in my videos and 
you know what I'm saying, and do, you know, and, and put your name on something right. to where it showcases you as a talent and as a producer, because, you know, she's a star. You know what I'm saying? She's just a star, like, personality and just a star talent. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and yeah. I, and I, I feel like that can add as well to what I do. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, with us being family, you know what I'm saying, it just it just makes it even better. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's where that relationship, you know, that's where relationship comes from. You know, y'all are like blood. legit family. Because, I mean, yeah, the, the way y'all two come off, like, I can tell y'all have like some kind of love for each other, man. So it, it comes off yeah. in the music and, and just like in social media and stuff. I I, I didn't know that was your uh, blood relative. That's, that's what's yeah, up. she's like, she's like more of my sister than my cousin type yeah. of thing. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so, yeah, so, you know, we, it's, so me and her like been the closest, you know, like, of, you know, of all our cousins and stuff, me and her has been the closest since forever. So I know speaking of Teak, um, and you got like videos coming out from past projects. What's mm. it like being an artist in the pandemic? Cause I've talked to a couple of uh, rappers and, and some have said it's good for business and some are saying it's bad for business. So uh, what's your take on that? So my last project, I felt like it helped my project cause people was at home, you know what I'm saying? It was like the, it was like kind of like, I, 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 I put it out like in June. So the pandemic was like really, people was like really, really at home at the time, you know what I'm saying? Cause right. now it's going on, but people ain't really at home like that. Mm-mm. So, so, so I felt, I felt like it kind of made my last project hit a little harder, but, um, you know, I, I had events going on, you know, before the pandemic hit. So that kind of ruined it. You know, I was trying to throw a, um, a, like a little industry mixer out here, you know, before the pandemic hit, you know, the network artists and DJs and you right. know, sh- shit like that. I was trying to do that. And, you know, we, we had it going, you know, and then I had a show, you know what I'm saying? And like, you know, with the shows, like once it, once you get, get a couple shows going, like, like it all just, they all just kind of come like back to back to back. Mm-hmm. And then when they're dead, they're just dead. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so I was really like doing like a lot of shows at the time. So it kind of, it, it ruined that, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, you just got to figure out how to make it work for you. You know, I've I still been able to, you know, shoot videos and shit like that. You know, so that that's good. Yeah. So it, it hasn't it hasn't done, it hasn't messed up things too much. You know, it's just, you got to just figure out how to make it happen. Right. You kind of got to learn, you know, like a new skill or just something to adapt in the situation from what I've seen. Yeah, exactly. Because my last project, Pay the Cost 2, it was, uh, I was I was I was in the middle of, of recording it, you know what I'm saying? So like when the pandemic hit, so my engineer he figured out a way to where um, he could like record me, and he's like in another room, you know what I'm saying? So so right. like to where we didn't have to have contact with each other or whatever. So so he he was able to figure that out, and then like with him, you know, with the mixing and stuff like that, we just figured out how to. Um, like, 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 like kind of like what we're doing now. He did something like that, like, but at the studio, so I was able to hear everything he was mixing, and, you know, and I'll just sit in my car or something and listen to it. Nice. And we get the mix right and shit. So we was right. able to pull it together, you know what I'm saying? But, so it, it, it worked out, you know what I'm saying? So what artists, uh, do you remember what artists you were gonna uh, mix it up with at that, uh, at that event? Um, I really don't remember who was gonna come but um, I mean, there, there were some people saying it was gonna come, but we were more looking to just um, like, like me and my team, we were more looking to just get it started. You know what I'm saying? So we didn't really care how many people showed up to that one because we planned on doing another one. Okay. So it was like we planned on doing one like season, you know, like seasonal type of shit, like right. every three to four months. You know what I'm saying? So it yeah. was more just, you know, it was more just the branding of it and just getting it started. You know what I'm saying? Because like once you get something started. It's yours, like basically, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so it's like I can, I, I have stake claiming that, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? And then, then it can grow and grow and grow. Yeah, it's like, and also it's just a an olive branch extended. You know, you're trying to, you're trying to like let everybody know that hey, we're here to support each other. Because what I see over here in where I'm from in Dallas, Irving specifically, sometimes it's just a crabby, uh, like crab in a bucket kind of situation where people aren't really fucking with you you think they are but really they're just trying to get over on you and yeah. it's good to see when local artists like come together for a common goal instead of like using it to manipulate or backstab somebody like because 
you know, local people, they, they got to stick together, man. I, I hate it when I see, and you know, rap beefs happen, but yeah. rap beef is rap beef, right? That That's not really anything, but like when people legitimately don't like each other and stuff like that. And, and yeah. you know, it's like Houston, man. Like I, that's why I like Houston so much. Cause I was going to ask you about that too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Houston. I, I, I mean, obviously Scarface is in my top 10. UGK yeah. is like, might be my favorite, um, them and the locks, they might be my favorite groups of all time. That's that's uh, also a big influence on me, man. UGK. Yeah. Like, MC, yeah, dude. I've rest in peace. Loved, I love UGK. Rest in peace, man. Yeah, that, he like, was uh he was like Jada. He was a uh, uh, you know, he taught you lessons and stuff. And yeah, you know, sometimes super charismatic, super yeah. charismatic, and it just carries on. Yeah, it carries on in the track. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like all this charisma, it carried on in the track. Like, you just heard it. Like, when you just hear Big Pimpin', it's like, it's like he don't got to spit the best verse. Like, nah. like te- from, from a lyrical standpoint, he don't got to write the best shit. But it's like, he had the best verse on the song. It don't matter what yeah. Jay's talking about, yeah. what Bubby's talking no. about. He didn't even want to be on the song. He didn't even want to <laughs> be on the song. Think, I don't even think he spit a 16. I think that shit was like a 12. And he yeah. just killed it. But he hopped like, on. Yeah, so yeah, Pimp Pimp C's definitely the yeah big influence. Oh, yeah, man. Houston, yeah, Houston crazy. is uh so Camille and there used to be my favorite rapper back in the day, like the mixtape Messiah joints. Yeah, that's what's dope. And he was like he was Houston, but he was kind of like you could tell he was influenced by the East Coast, you know. He wasn't like yeah. everybody else. But yeah, I mean him, obviously, like I said, Scarface, Bumby, Pimp C. Little flip at at a certain point, I I rocked him heavy, and then like he kind of fell off after the Ti stuff. But no, nah, man, Houston, Houston plays a big influence uh, in my musical uh, taste. It's just sometimes yeah. it sometimes it goes it comes in waves. Sometimes I rock with them, I rock with the movement like for a little bit, and then I kind of get a jump off, and then I come back to it when I miss it, you know. Cause yeah, you know, you know, I really fucked with bro. Like when Slim Thug first came out, and I like, I like, I like Lil Kiki too. Like, yeah, Lil Kiki's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I see, and that's the thing. I like the, you know, rest in peace, like Hawk, Fat Pat, and all those guys. Like those, yeah. those are like the ones that don't that aren't talked about enough, but they have like a lot of street hits that when I was a kid, and I didn't know who they were, right? Because I yeah. listened to K one oh four and I wasn't allowed I wasn't even allowed to like have any of those songs like on tape or on album. But when I got yeah. my radio on my like tenth birthday, I was just getting I was listening to K one oh four ninety seven nine and I'd hear I hear those songs, you know, like the the songs that the like the street anthems, if you will. And mm. and they all resonated me with me and it was funny that sometimes I didn't know who they were, right? Because I'm like a ten year old, but like you go back yeah. and you're like, Oh, that's who that was, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so okay, so so Dallas is different than Houston in that in that aspect. Oh, it's not yeah, as, it's uh, it's yeah. It's, so, Dallas for the ones that don't know, uh, our our ours is a little bit more. I don't want to say rugged, man, but it just our music just comes off more loud, and Houston's kind of more player and and can be more smooth. Dallas yeah. is is. I don't want to say more tough, but you know, it just sounds rugged, more raw than Houston yeah. does. Um, but like, you know, like DSR back in the day, Dirty South Riders, like Big Tuck, Tum Tum. Yeah, Big Tuck. Yeah, I heard of Big yeah. Tuck and DSR. Yeah. yeah. So though, though, that's what I think of now. Now it's it's different, right? It's not the same, but that's a lot of where Dallas came from. But then you know, you got like Mr. Pookie, Mr. Lucci. That's kind of more smooth and. Like, oh, I didn't know they was from Dallas. Uh, I think it's I remember uh, hearing about one of the one school. of the two. One of the two is from uh, Dallas. Yeah, not the other one. You gotta forgive me. I gotta I gotta look that up. But one okay. of the two is. Um, but yeah, I mean, we got people like that out here, and it's obviously they never hit the same wave like commercially that Houston did. But I mean, we got a lot of yeah. nice artists out here, and and there's now it's it's a little different, but it's it's still kind of the same in terms of uh approach if you will but yeah man yeah. so any artists uh, you're looking forward to working with i know you don't necessarily have anything like any albums coming out or anything right now but do you have someone that you have your eye on or that y'all have uh, talked it out in terms of so, uh, working together with me it's just all about the song but like, i don't really be um like yeah there'll be artists i do want to work with but it's like it's like if I don't have a song, it doesn't even really matter. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like when I get that song, I might want to end up working with somebody that I didn't even think about. Because it's like I'm all about 
when I put you on one of my songs, I, I, I basically want you to, I, I want you to potentially outshine me on the song. You know what I'm saying? I, I want, I want you, I want the best version of you. You know what I'm saying on, on on my song because it's like I I know what I'm bringing to the table, so it's like if you can bring, you know, something better to where people are like well, I like him on the joint more than you, then we got something. You know what I'm saying? We we really we really might have something tough. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, so for me, it's just all about I'm just I'm all about the music more than anything. You know what I'm saying? When I got that certain joint, then it's like I gotta get this dude on the song. You know what I'm saying? So the, and it's like. You know, so so so, so I'm, I'm I'm gonna do what I gotta do to get it to get it done, basically. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it don't happen. Sometimes it does. You know, some artists are you know easier to work with than others, and some right. artists don't really like to collab as much as others do. Yeah. So you know, it's all the politics and all that shit. So you know, well, it's just like probably that. harder to do stuff right now. I mean, I know in people's heads it's probably not as bad, but it's still pretty bad out here. You know. Like yeah, because there's the people I, I wanted on this last album that I did, but you know when when the pandemic happened, I was just like, oh, I gotta just, I need to get this done, and I so I need to just go for self and just get it done. <laughs> yeah, I ain't right. gotta try to wait on nobody. Nah, you, you got to do a, a Nas Illmatic and and have maybe like one person on the record and that's it, and then yeah, exactly. Do, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean it, it just comes with territory, man, and, and I think, yeah. It's just the pandemic kind of threw everybody's plans off, right? Everybody had something in the tuck. And then, like I said earlier, you just got to adapt and, you know, find find ways of getting your stuff out. But, you know, with a few changes here and there. But uh, yeah, so this, this question I've been wanting to ask you, right, because I know you're a sports guy. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we used to talk about sports. Uh, I forgot what Facebook group it is was it, we was in, but we uh, – we, The we battle rap joint. Yeah, so there would be sports talking yeah. there every now and then. I know you you were on there uh me and you converse on there a couple times about sports but uh just bringing it back with rap correlating it with with hip-hop what's your favorite sports bar oh my favorite sports bar oh that's a hard okay. one let me think let me think well it might be that jada joint where he was like i'm gonna get bucks like milwaukee because like sam, sam i can, I can sell. sell yeah that was fire when yeah. he said that. <laughs> like like for, for 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 like at the time when he said it that was crazy. Like that yeah. was yeah. That might it might be that one. That's definitely yeah. That's definitely yeah. one of the ones that stick out to me. Sam Cassell yeah. bars always uh always uh tend to stick. Yeah, that that was fire. That was fire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was a cold one. That's that's a good one. He's got and he's got plenty of NBA bars. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. Uh, where he pretty much is like the you know how they always say there's like a supposedly there's a dude like up north that's better than Jordan or whatever. Yeah, I think yeah, it yeah. was in the Y record. He he mentioned that. Yeah. When I was a little kid, yeah, I never yeah. understood that. I never understood that bar. But when I got older, I was like, oh, I, I get what he means. I get what he means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I first, I don't believe that shit though at all. Yeah, but they, well, you know, New Yorkers think they got everything better. Yeah. They think everything yeah, exactly. they got is better. So I feel it. I get. I respect yeah. it. I mean, yeah. there could be. Maybe he just didn't. You know, he didn't get his GED or do nothing. But he was killing people in the streets. I don't know. He was yeah, like, probably passing everybody over. No, there's a dude that uh, Gary Payton said he grew up with that was better than him and Jason Kidd. Yeah. And um, he ended up getting locked up or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, 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 it's, it probably did happen. There were probably, but like I said, it's just all about circumstance and exactly. what you got going on in life. So you could be like the best hooper, but if you can't, if you went at least a little bit into the school, it's kind of like hard for you to, to make it to and the rap NBA. too, it's like that though, and especially in rap, because it's like – you know, you gotta you gotta keep yourself out of certain situations and out yeah. of trouble and shit to right. make sure, you know, that you're free for whatever opportunities might yeah. come your way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's kinda it's kinda tough. But like fifty. Like, I mean, literally his real life problems, it's crazy that it I mean, it almost ended his life, but it also like put him on a pedestal music wise. Exactly. Guess, yeah, because it's like I mean, he made a whole record off pretty much getting shot nine times and it like Yeah. He took a very ugly situation, circumstantial situation, and he he made it into his career. But it's kind of like that don't happen to everybody because I'm sure if I get shot nine times, I I mean, let alone record, I don't even know if, if you know if I'll be good to walk for the rest of my life. But yeah, yeah it's, it's for real. sort of kind of reminds me of like when you said like hip hop, like yeah, like you could be the hardest rapper ever, but you just can't stay out of trouble, or you got like gang affiliations and and you can't really make music, blah blah blah. 
whatever it is, you know, but people Definitely. seem to people, if you're really good at what you do, you'll, you'll make it work no matter what. Exactly. So uh, exactly. keep, keeping on the basketball tip, you know, I think it's probably a fun question and I've asked it before and I've gotten some pretty interesting uh, responses. Who is the basketball version of you? Like, like your music no, wise, your, your rap career. Oh man, the basketball version of me. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Cause I wanna. Okay, so ah, that's kind of a hard one. Cause I, I gotta think of somebody that's like that might be kind of underrated, but they really got the numbers to hang with everybody. I might say like a um, maybe like an Akeem Olajuwon. Cause like yeah, Akeem, all time great. Shoot. No, I, I want I know, someone compare to me, me to Akeem. To, to, to me, to me, Akeem's kind of underrated, though, because it's like he's really up there with the Shaqs and all that shit. And it's like sometimes he doesn't get put in those conversations. And it's like, but he has all the numbers. He mm -hmm. has everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and pound for pound, I really think he's better than probably all the centers. I mean, he's schooled and, Shaq. He's schooled yeah, and, Shaq. And, and Duncan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like... So it's like you know I'm, I might I might say somebody like that or like a um, like a, a Mitch Richmond, somebody okay. like that. That's real, you know, pound for pound. He was he was he was real cold, you know what I'm okay. saying? But okay, yeah. So somebody like that. Yeah, I could I could see that I could see that. But yeah, Hakeem. I think I think that he the thing with Hakeem. And I don't think this because I think you know even with Jordan, I think it's because he won his chips when Jordan wasn't playing or he like yeah. Jordan wasn't right. So I, I see why maybe that could happen, but like the real hoopers know, like he's like one of the greatest players of all time, arguably the best international player of all time. Yeah. And like one of the best centers of all time. Cause I mean, that dude, his post moves, people are like emulating them today. You know, like that dude is legit. Yeah, awesome. so, like, so like relate that to me, right? Like the people who really know, they know. There we go. You know what I'm saying? They really know. That's what I want to hear. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, 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 so I, I get that. Like the people who, who really know what I do and they really peep it, like they really, they really, really know. You know what I'm saying? So when yeah. you really talk to the real Who fans mm -hmm. about Akeem, they know what's up. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't know, then you don't need to know, I guess. Exactly. I mean, if you, if you can't see it, then you can't see it, I guess, you know. Yeah, exactly. What you do. So... What do you got coming next, man? I know this year is kind of thrown off a lot of stuff, but like, do you have anything? Like, even if it's just in thought, do you have like a just something like that you want to have that you want to record next? Like, in terms of like a project, mm -hmm. do you have anything that you that you got in the in brainstorming uh, activities that, you, that you've been thinking about? Yeah, so I got I I got more videos lined up. I'm trying to shoot probably like two three more before the year's out. Um, and then, you know, I, I'll probably, I, I, I've been, I've been brainstorming, like, what kind of project I want to do next, you know, because, like, all my projects, I want them to sound different or just stand out right. in some kind of way. So it's like, you know, the, the way I look at it, it's like, a, um, your projects are like your, they're like, 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 like your movies or like your kids or something. Like, it has to be something that uh, you can't make the same movie twice. Or like, or like, or like your kids. It's like you make a, you make one kid, you make another kid. They might look alike, but they're different kids. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like it has to be different in some kind of way. Like it has to stand out from each other. But it's all me. You know what I'm saying? So like, so like with movies, like if you look at like Scorsese, like like you know a Scorsese movie, but they're different. Right. You know what I'm saying? You look at them different. You know what I'm saying? So so I, I really been brainstorming like the direction I want to go with the next project and shit. And I'm just taking my time with it. But you know, I'm gonna definitely put I'm definitely gonna put together something, you know, that's gonna compete with my other catalog. All right. So this You know the, what I'm saying? Cause at this point it's like Go ahead. No, nah, what I was saying. No, nah, go ahead, finish. I got I got something for you. Finish. My bad. Yeah. So, so, so like at this point, it's like I feel like I'm just competing with my catalog. Like, you know, what I'm saying other than like somebody else. Okay. Yeah. And and uh, so what you mentioned, Scorsese, and uh, I mean, not necessarily that it's his, but like you know, he has like when you think of him, 
you a lot of times you think of Goodfellas, right? And, and gangster, like yeah. real legitimate like mob movies. Well, your my favorite song from you was Kissing the Hand, um, which I believe is mm. what you're the payback, yeah. the big payback, yeah. So that's my favorite yeah. song from you, and it and it has like a Godfather vibe to me. And yeah. like a couple of yeah. songs on there have that vibe. Um, and I just wanted to I wanted to say, man, like just from like a fan perspective, I would love for you to like make a whole album like with that, with that vibe to it. Like with that type of feel. Yeah, yeah like that whole out, like like a and not saying it's gotta be like a cinematic feel to it, but it just like the stuff you're talking about, obviously the references you were making, but just like the beats in general kind of remind me of like a, a mafia film. And I, I don't know, yeah. I just So me, you know, like me and my mom, you know, like we really like growing up, we really liked those type of flicks and we would like watch documentaries about mafia shit and shit like that. So it's like it's just natural that it just came into my rhyme. So like Godfather is one of my favorite movies. You know what I'm saying? So then it just came to me like when I heard that beat, it was like, man, I should just like I should just rap about the movie. Like basically, I should make a rap, you know what I'm saying? Like a relate to to the movie. Cause like 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 Michael Corleone, like he reminds like his life reminds me of mine in a lot of ways. But it's like I didn't I didn't go directly that route of you know getting into the things that my parents was into so like i look at that movie and it's like it's like it's like you look at that like a way your life could have went or something right. you know what i'm saying so it's like so so that so then i put it in a song you know what i'm saying so so that's 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 one of my favorites too because i felt like that's like one of my most creative joints oh that that song it puts you it puts you like somewhere and you kind of like feel like you're there too and it's like uh yeah watching Godfather, wishing they never killed Sonny. I was like, oh, yeah. my God, because I watching it, you're like, you're really – I mean, I was pissed when it happened, right? Like, I was like Exactly. Like, Every time, bro. Every like, time, Like, why why'd they gut him like that? Every time, bro. So, it's like, yeah, so that's definitely one of my, like, one of my proudest joints, bro, because it's like that shit was just super creative to me. Like, when, when I – when people – when I – because, you know, when I'm out and I'm like, – riding with somebody, that's when I typically put your music on. And I, mm. that's the, literally the song that I show them. That's yeah. the song. That's the song. But hey, man, check this dude out. He's from Seattle, Joey Cash. Check this out. And they're like, who's that? Obviously, right? Whatever. Yeah. Like they don't know. Like they're from down here. So then yeah. I play it, and they're like, oh wow, that's that sounds badass. Like they like to the be obviously like a lot of my friends are kind of not all of them that are as deep into it as like me. Like you know, Sopranos. Like you said, documentaries. I'm reading a freaking book about. Uh, about what's his name? Oh my goodness, uh, the uh, Gotti, the original Gotti, yeah. John Gotti. I'm, re I'm reading a book about him right now, so it's like I, I, I'm infatuated with just like obviously the things they did were horrible, but the way that they live and I mean how heavy of an influence they had on this country, right? Like, yeah, being who they were. I mean, they were in, they had their hands at everything, so it was just fascinating to me that they ran the the world essentially for so long. But yeah, yeah, I showed them that, and they're like, wow, that's pretty fucking badass. So it's like I. Part of I me that, that uh, yeah, part of me wants more of that. And I know, you know, like Jay-Z said, well, listen to my old albums if you want to hear yeah. that. But it's just like, part of me is like, man, if he can make like a whole album, like just around that theme, like, I would. No, I've thought about it, you know, like a firm type of, yeah, you know like a movie. I've, I've definitely, I've definitely thought about it. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, I, I definitely plan to do something like that one day, you know, even if it's just an EP. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like something, yeah. I've definitely stick the needle in five songs. I got it. I'll I'll take it. Yeah. Man. Stick it yeah. in. Stick the needle in. I'll, I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, I'm about to make that happen drugs. for you, bro. Yeah. I'm about to okay. make that happen for you. Yeah. Definitely. Shit. We'll we'll uh we'll go fund me and we'll get some uh some legendary actors on there just just talking shit. I'm cool with that. Yeah, that'd be fire, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, shit, yeah. man. Uh, it was good having you on, Joey. I, I, but I want you to to talk to these beautiful people of Culture Surf, and I want you to plug away, man. Tell us what you got going on, where we can find you, and and everything else like that. What you got going? So look, you know, I got, I got, I got a whole catalog of music, you know, on all streaming sites. It's Joey Cash with a K. You know, just look me up. It's Twenty videos on YouTube. I think it's like twenty one now. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, you know, it's, it's just a whole, it's a, it's a whole catalog, you know, for people to dive into if you're interested in the music, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, you know, I, I definitely going to be coming out with more projects and more projects and more videos. And, you know, it's all quality, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, and it's all independent, you know what I'm saying? So 
So, you know, pe people, you know, they, they talk about, you know, want to support independence and, you know, a lot of artists that, that you guys think are independent aren't really independent. You know, so this is, you know, what I do is really independent and it's really out of my own pocket. It's really out the mud, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, people, and it's really quality. I'm not skipping no, I'm not skipping nothing. You know what I'm saying? So peep it, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, enjoy it, you know? So, um, you know, hit me up, you know? So I'm on, I'm on all, I'm on IG, Twitter, all that, Joey Cash with a K. You know what I'm saying? Hit me up. Let me know what you're feeling. If you're not feeling it, is that's good too. You know, whatever. Nice, man. Well, once again, man, I, I appreciate having you on, man. Oh, we've been just to let y'all know, culture surfing. You know, we've been trying to do this for a minute, but real life happens, and it's just like I'm glad we was able to to find a way to like kick it. You know, definitely, bro. I appreciate you having me on, bro. Real yeah, shit. man. It's always fun. I, I like picking your brain because you know. I know we kind of like some of the same stuff musically, but obviously you as the artist, like I, I like to like pick your brain and see, see what you got going and, and you know, where your head is at. So. Yeah. You just don't like my guy Harden, but you know, it's all good. Man. I don't dis. <laughs> I mean, he's cool. I, you know, I, just, I don't, I don't think it was cool that he was like, Hey, I don't want Chris Paul, one of the smartest point guards of all time. Let me get Westbrook, the craziest, one of the craziest point guards of all time and the more inefficient yeah. player ever. But hey, that's you know he 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 made his bed and now he's got to deal with it. So yeah, man, it's it's, it's ugly. It's all good, hey. Hey, I gotta have you on uh, one of the basketball episodes, man. Uh, definitely, I'm definitely trying to get on that. Me and my boy will have you on soon, brother. Hey, man, you have a nice day and uh, uh be safe and a culture surfing crowd. Please wear y'all's mask, social distance. Please don't be anybody's personal space because this is the wrong time for that. All right. Um, definitely, man. Stay safe out there. Yeah, yeah. for real. And uh, whenever y'all get a chance, you know, rate, subscribe, five-star, four-star, tell us how we can improve, what we can do to, you know, make this a better listening experience for y'all. You know, I'm, I'm here. Like, I'm dedicated. You know, like uh, Joey said, paying out of pocket, you know, doing, making sure things are great. You know, I want to, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I want to bring the same uh, kind of product that I listen to, you know, to y'all's ears. But hey, I'll catch y'all next time. Y'all be safe out there.